You are now listening to TDL on SilverAndBlackPride.com. Everybody, we are back. It is Tape Don't Lie. It is your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders breakdown, whatever you want to call it. You guys already know, right? Make sure you uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All right? Make sure you hit the like button on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button. Make you, if you don't like it, hit the dislike button. You know, um, if you if you don't like it, leave a comment, right? Leave a comment if you don't like it. If you like it, leave a comment as well. So if it's your first time here, make sure you just hit the subscribe button, right? Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Make sure you go to iTunes and go ahead and subscribe there to Silver and Black, Silver and Black Pride podcast. You can check us out there if you want the audio version of this. If you do, you know, you know, enjoy the audio and you can you know, paint the picture of what's going on in your head, you know, definitely follow there as well and make you on Spotify as well, as well there too, and check out and download. Also follow me and BD on Twitter, of course, at BD Williams 18 for BD at the Mark John NFL for me. Um, I mean, BD had the easy week because uh, everybody loves defense and nobody wants to talk scheme with uh, BD. So everybody wants to talk about throws and, and uh, you know, how far a throw should go and how perfect <laughs> it should be with me. Yeah. So, you know, the Raiders lost, obviously, uh, you know, uh, last thing, you know, make sure you guys go to Manscaped, Manscaped, hashtag, not hashtag, discount code, TDL, 20% off all Manscaped products. Make sure I didn't forget that. So, you know, it, it was a loss. Um, I, I felt a little better about the game after watching the film. It was just frustrating. A lot of frustration for me, a lot of missed opportunities that they had um, some good plays cooked up and they just couldn't execute them or either align miscommunication or, you know, or something or something stupid happens or a penalty or whatever, whatever. I, I thought the, you know, I, I still think the Raiders have to figure out who they, who they want to be. I mean, if, I mean, if he seems like they're a deep passing team, I guess they kind of carry that off um, from last year into this year. Um, but I think they got to get a little more creative in how they attack people deep. And I, they have more stuff in the bag. I don't know if he's holding it, which I, it's okay if he is. I'm not mad. Go ahead, hold it. Um, hold those plays for until, you know, we have a, 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 a tough end to this year. So maybe holding on to some of those concepts might help. But it was, it was just, it was, uh, it was an interesting uh, performance for me, man. I, 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 just, I, I just felt like they they, 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 they could have won that game if they showed up, <laughs> but they, they didn't show up. How much do you think, though, the, like, you know, the Rams have had a hard time, sorry, the Chargers have had a hard time stopping the run through three weeks, right? And so I just feel like that was their game plan, right? Mm-hmm. Going into this game, we're going to run it on them. You know, like that's Gruden's thing. He's like, okay, this is what they don't do good. So this is what we're going to do. And if it feels like, you know, um, that not working like so quickly, them having to like readjust because like literally they couldn't run the ball. Like they weren't gaining any traction on the ground. Right. Yeah. So like how quickly like that game plan just got ruined, turned on its head. I think that, you know, the Raiders kind of were slow or were slow to adjust obviously because they didn't start scoring until the second half. Yeah. the run game idea wasn't bad because, you know, I'm going to show that a little bit. Um, I think the box matchups, the, the, the chart, the Chargers came out to play us the pass. I mean, they really didn't come out to play the run again. So it wasn't really like um, a, um, 
like a bad decision. I think a lot of it was, you know, Jacobs is hurt. A lot of it, you know, they're just not executing in the run game right now, uh, run blocking. But I mean, there, there was some opportunities for them to run the football that I think they should have took advantage of, but they they just couldn't, you know, at this point in time. And I think a lot of it, you know, Jacobs is, is hobbled. I still think if Peyton Barber, which, you know, him running back that first kick and then him getting hurt in the first kick, I, I think that kind of hurt the game a little bit too, because I think that he, he could have um, gave them a little bit more in the run game, you know, just, just from a, a, a like a cut fresh back legs. standpoint, fresh legs, cutting back, uh, those type of things. Like, I don't know why he's returning kicks. They need, to, they need to figure that out. If they ain't got nobody to return kicks, they need to bring somebody up that can return kicks. I mean, it's not, you just can't be putting your backup running back, knowing that your running back is not is hobbled, putting your backup running back in there to return kicks when he's not even like a fast guy. And like Peyton Barber's like a, has Peyton Barber <laughs> returned a kick before? You know, like it's, yeah. you know, put, put Kenyon Drake back there. I mean, if he's just in the past game and uh, he's done it before, you know, put him back there instead of Peyton, Peyton, Peyton Barber. Cause I think him going down, I think really hurt them in the run game. I, I think it would have been a little different if he didn't go down. Cause I think Jacobs couldn't cut or do any of the things that he really is really good at. And uh, I think that affected the run game a lot, but the chargers came out to stop them for the pass, which they did very successfully. So I successfully thought, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think the Raiders adjusted later on. Um, and, you know, found ways to get more time to the places they wanted to exploit. But, uh, I mean, I would go over that more in the, in the Carfax a little bit. But they they they, uh, they wanted to exploit certain parts of that defense. And they just couldn't because they didn't have time. So, I think they, they the game plan should have been, you know, let's, let's kind of, you know, get some completions. Let's move the football a little bit. And then maybe later on we can start to exploit some of those things that they, they saw that they could exploit on tape especially with the way that their safeties play and the way they rotate, they saw that they could run some posts on them and, and get some, get some big plays and they tried, but it's, you know, when your quarterback's running for his life before the, the play, the deep yeah. play can develop or before they get the coverage can open up, there's nothing you really can do about it. So. Is that uh, is that what you're breaking down for us today? Uh, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing uh, the pass protection and the run game. Um, I'm not going too much into this, the, that, I mean, I mean, I'm saying that for the passing offense because I, I you know, I, I got to save me some material, PD. I got to save me some material for Friday. So, yeah. uh, cause I mean, it, it was, it was, it was a good game plan by the chargers because the chargers, they, you know, they, their decision was, okay, this is a deep passing team, right? These guys throw deep all the time. Everybody's excited eight times a game. Yeah. Everybody's excited about it. Yeah. The Chargers are like, okay, you throw deep eight times a game. Let's see you do it against us. And that was their game plan. They kept everything in front of them. They weren't letting anything get beat deep, but there was a way to exploit them deep, but it wasn't going to be like on go routes or, or things like that. Or, you know, the things, the type of routes they are running where they, you know, they're doing post wheels and they're, they're switching and stuff like, no, the, the, the char- Chargers were going to be able to man match that and switch with it and, and do things like that. So it, it made Carr hold the ball a little bit longer than he wanted to and made him have to check down a little bit more than he wanted to, I think too, as well early on. But uh, it's just, you know, that, that when you're, when you're a deep passing team and I mean, that's what you do. I mean, teams like the chargers that have really good schemes to stop deep, deep ball. It's going to be tough, tough sledding <laughs> going into that game. And that's why, you know, they wanted to run the football, but I still think that they, they have to, you know, they have to do some some other things because they got another man match team coming up this week. Uh, same scheme, same, same scheme. Same scheme. Um, you know, the, it's another protege of Fangio. 
just like Staley is. Uh, so they have the same scheme coming up. So, I mean, they usually do well against the scheme. I know Staley's just, he's just a little different animal with, with what he does. Uh, he's just a little different. He's just a little bit of a, it's, it's just, it's like, it's just like small things that he does that you could tell that, you know, they're, they're prepared. Like they're probably one of the most prepared teams I've ever seen for the Raiders. I mean, they were prepared for everything they did. Offense they're, too. Uh, their offense. Yeah. We're going to get into it. Yeah, yeah. They're prepared, bro. Raiders that, got out coached. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> That's basically that sucks. It sucks because yeah. this is Brandon Staley's first year and he's already with players that he didn't even decide on or choose or anything like that. Maybe a couple free agents, right? He, he chose the coaches around him. I think picking yeah. Joe Lombardi was genius. I think that's a perfect fit for Herbert for his game and how he plays. I think, you know, I mean, he's getting around the defense. He just lets Derwin James really do whatever the hell he wants. And, you know, Derwin James is all over the field. You know, he, sometimes he's the high safety. Sometimes he's he's the low everywhere. safety. Sometimes yeah, he he's plays everything. Nickel. Sometimes he's everywhere. You know, it's like he got the pick on Darren Waller. And he, then he's guarding Darren Waller one-on-one. He's everywhere, you know. And then, you know, they, they, he he knows how to set up rushes. Like, they're getting one-on-ones with Bosa the whole game. You know, it's it's a lot of things that, like, you know, Vic Fangio, you know, yeah, it's his scheme. But Staley's added his own, you know. Right. signature to it which i don't think you know the bears guys could be able to duplicate what staley does i mean that that is like you know i mean Derek carr made the made the 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 comment that you know it was like an emotional game for them because you know after the joey bosa thing back and forth it was an emotional game for them right and that comment was interesting to me because it really felt like that i really felt like the chargers came to like you know we're the kings of the afc west like that was like their this is like their game you know, so I wonder how they're going to play next week against the Browns. I mean, I know Staley's, uh, you made that comment about the, the Chiefs game, but I saw that this is a division game and they came like with, you know, you know, I guess they came to like punch the Raiders in the mouth and, and prove that we are finessing. You're, you're, you think you're the physical team. We are the physical team. Mm. And I think right. that that was kind of like their message. That was the message that Staley, and I think that's like his philosophy too. I mean, because even hearing him talk about running the football, uh, he talked about that the physicality that comes with it you know that's uh, it's right. it's not just about like play action it's about we want to show you that we're more physical than you at some point in time you know and uh yeah yeah i i hate that guy already that's why I, I, yeah I, it's, it sucks sucks to be a Raiders fan right now <laughs> i hate that dude man it's not even about herbert anymore man it's it's me as that dude i hate that yeah, guy man. that's that's gonna be tough well, uh, so so why don't you just jump into uh okay. the, your segment you know what i'm saying Tell, uh, talk to us. You said you're going to do some run blocking. Yeah, I'm doing offensive line all together. So I'm doing pass pro, um, you know, and run game. I know a lot of people have questions about like, how can this team get better? I think we saw it in the second half of how, what's the fix to this. All right. I'm going to talk about a little bit, some of these rumors on the back end, which I, I you know, we'll talk about it um, on the back end of this, but um, I, I thought the game plan in the second half and whether they're able to move the football was what they should do, all right, to be honest. So let's go ahead and check this out. All right, so, you know, yeah, let's start with the run game altogether. You know, uh, the run game is just non-existent. They had a good game against a really bad run defense of the Dolphins. You figured that they would be able to duplicate that. But like I said, Peyton Barber got hurt. And, you know, Josh Jacobs, he just just struggled, okay? So, you know, the Raiders have been running a lot of mid zone. I mean, not full outside zone, kind of like it's cousin, ugly cousin. You know, he's going towards this, the C gap instead of the D gap. And you kind of see, uh, 
how this works. It's still the same run, though. So the three-way, you got you got the bang, which is the cutback, you got the bang, which is you know, take take the you know the 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 lane, or you could bounce, right? So you kind of see this here. I still think Andre James should go up to the center, but you see that the bend or the cutback is there for Jacobs. He takes the bank, right? I still think you know that's the first play of the game. I think he should have took that that cutback, but you don't know. Maybe he can't shoot this one right right here. So this is the second play of the game. Okay. So now we're talking about these looks, right? So Derek Carr checks into this play. He checks into this run. Okay. And you can see why he's got three, four guys that are wide alignment. And he's got one linebacker. This is five on four. Okay. Right. You know, even five on five. But I don't know what Cole Miller done. I, I I don't know his assignment here, but I mean he's just blocking nobody. But I still think Jacobs could have just took that just straight lane, saw it, and went up. He did it, right? So I think there was a little bit something wrong with Jacobs, too, for the way this offensive line was playing, okay? So then we got this one here. It's the same thing. This is inside zone lead. Leatherwood loses, right? You see him on the ground, but Alex Ingle Alex picked it up. I still think, you know, Jacobs could at least, like, try to hop over Alex Ingle there and make something happen out of that. But I still think that he, uh, you know, had a decent game because, I mean, like I said, the the, the – it was open for the run game. It was open for them all game. I still thought, thought he had some decent runs in there. You'll see inside zone there. See inside zone slice once again, where he's able to, you know, get some good yards here, find the hole, see less patience, burst through the hole, get six yards, you know, help set up a touchdown. So I thought in the second half, they played a lot better. So short yardage was a problem for the for the Raiders this game too. So we're going to go over the, the segment where right after the face mask for Hunter Renfro. So we got first and 10 here. They get five yards on this, but they could have got more. Alec Ingle misses that block. It was a good block by Simmons to get in the second level. Got five yards. So then we got inside zone lead here, right? This looks like it's going to be a big hole, right? So as I'm saying, there's a lot of runs, but Colton Miller loses his block. Plays blown up. So all it, all it took was one, right? Colton Miller blows his block up. All it takes is one. So this play was kind of key to me. Uh, the Chargers are in a bare front. So they were ready for this inside zone slice, this split zone game. So they're in the bare front. And what this does is it makes Foster Rowe have to block 52, freeze up 44. Nothing there, right? And then it's fourth down. And after that, there's nothing. So, I mean, the Chargers were prepared for everything, um, you know, sometimes. But. The Raiders were just, uh, it was just, sometimes it was just ugly. So, see, uh, Illuminor, he's expecting Andre James to make this ace block, but he's on the ground. I don't know why he's on the ground. You guys may find it, figure it out yourself. That blows up the play, fourth down, right? We'll see it here one more time. This is right after a uh, uh, big pass by Derek Carr, right? Andre James just gets blown up here, just toss it aside, blows up the play, which probably been a hole if he, actually kept that block right so we'll see over time he's just thrown down there's, there's a hole there if he holds that block but he's just tossed tossed around so in the run game i mean like i said in short how, yardage, you, how are you gonna rewind that man you seen that you seen that <laughs> I, I i had to put it up sorry doc but you know, it's, it's, it's 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 bad man it's it's the run game they're either when they have a hole somebody's missing it or, and when they don't have a hole or when they're trying to make a hole, they're getting no push and getting pushed around, right? So let's go on to pass protection, which is, you know, the big thing that we talked about. The Raiders, their car is under pressure 45% of his dropbacks, highest of the season by about 10%. So we've been talking about them being so bad, right? Uh, I want you guys to watch John Simpson here. Look at this, look at this dude pick up this fumble from Joey Bosa. <laughs> like that, you know, that kind of like 
kind of helped them in this game. It kept them from being a blowout. I thought that was crazy. Nobody really pointed that out. But uh, let's watch Alex Leatherwood here. He's going against Joey Bosa. We talked about something in the offseason, the outside hand, right? That one hand type of thing that he likes to do. And we talked about it getting cross chopped. And we see it here again, quick chop right to the quarterback, fumble. Okay, so he's having that issue once again. And we're going to see it once again here. It's just, it's just he's getting that one hand up. And, you know, Bosa knows it, chop right around him. So uh, it, the, he still has those technique issues, guys. And you see, look, look at Colton Miller, you know, just textbook. Look, look at that bend. Dude. That dude's 6'9". <laughs> Look at that pin. And, and, that, and that's kind of the difference between you, you, you know, you see the high pad level from Leatherwood. You see the leaning, you see him using the hands incorrectly. And you watch Cole Miller is totally different. And then this was a big play, man. They had Hunter Renfro wide open on this play. This is about to be a, a touchdown. But, you know, miscommunication to do a creeper blitz. I still think he's holding him. I don't know. You guys tell me, is that a hold? Is he, He's holding him, right? I don't know. You you guys, let, let me know in the comments. But that's, that's a hold to me. But that blew up the play miscommunication. I'll tell you, the Chargers did that a lot. They did that a couple of times, bro. They were holding people. And, uh, you know, see here, this time Andre James gets blown up, right? Just just bull rushed, bull rushed. Derek Carr has to get out of the pocket. Uh, you know, that was the, the only pressure that, you know, they gave to Cole Miller. I don't know what, what that was about. But, um, but you know, the, the Raiders adjusted. They added a chick block. Greg, guess what that happened? Guess what that did, guys? Watch, watch. Oh, they can throw deep. Right. Pass interference. Next thing you know, they're down here. And this is probably the best performance the, the pass protection did uh, in this game, which I really I really liked. They, they got some pancakes here. Right. You know, they're getting beat up all game. Let's just throw these dudes on the ground. And then Derek Carr with the, the dime right to, you know, I'm not gonna say a five yard pass the dime, but a nice throw. And then we got the max protection play action. It's crazy. Max protection play action. Look at all that time he's got. Another deep pass. So, I mean, it, it, it seemed like a simple, simple fix to me. I mean, and, and they, they adjusted it like, oh, let's let's get some chip blocks here. The chip block. And they got a deep pass, pass interference all the time in the world. And, and then we got, you know, uh, I mean, that was just a good play. It gave him confidence. I, I think the chip blocks and all those things, it gave him confidence. They really didn't have as many pressures in that third quarter as they did in the uh, in the other in the other parts of the quarter. In the other quarters, I think the first half they had like like eight total, eight or nine or something like that. In the third quarter, they were pretty under control, but there was a lot of help for Leatherwood. You know, there was a lot of you know chipping, a lot of you know those type of you know those type of designs. The only the only factor, the only thing that could be a negative from that is that who chips right is darren waller chipping like you yeah. saw darren waller chipping takes him out of the route willie sneed willie sneed he, he's willie sneed he, oh, he's the chip man <laughs> is that the chip man willie sneed right he, gets he doesn't he, he can be late okay he's a check down specialist check down specialist but yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the only negative part of chipping is that it was it was waller a lot I, I like it. I, I like the chip because if you're a defensive end and you got that wide, wide, wide alignment, like you're like three yards away from like outside the tackle, yeah. you know, and all of a sudden like you get up and you get smacked in the face by a tight end. You know what I'm saying? Like it changes your whole game up, you know, yeah. if you're having to like constantly worry about, you know, like a guy who's actually is your size smacking you when you're not looking, you know, like 
that gets in the head. So I, I like it in smaller doses, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously you're going to ask a tight end to chip, a, uh, you know, a defensive end a lot more than often than you're going to ask a wide receiver, you know, yeah. maybe, uh, maybe Foster Moreau can get in there too on that. Uh, I like, I like that strategy. Let me ask you something though. Okay. Last time Raiders went up against a scheme like that. I'm pretty sure London 2019 season. Yeah. Right. Against mm-hmm. the Bears. Yeah. Or, or, or yeah. even the Broncos. I mean, they play the Broncos twice a year. Yeah. yeah they play the they play the Broncos. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, something, something has changed for Fangio. Gosh. Um, but like when it was like when that scheme was operating well, I should say. Um, <laughs> they, well, the reason why they were able to like dominate the Bears was because they were running the ball so well. Mm-hmm. And you're showing me this, you know, like this footage of the run. I'm just seeing zone, wide zone. Is that, is it like, are they doing any, there's, like, I, I can't remember seeing any tosses. Are we seeing counters? Are we seeing pullers? Like how, how, how much volume is in the run game right now? Uh, not a lot of volume, not this game. This game, it wasn't a lot of volume. I think the last game there was um, when they had Barber. You know, that goes back, you know, Jacobs is just not a power guy. You know, you can even see it that sometimes, you know, his vision is, isn't the best, isn't the greatest, you know. And it, he's usually better at those zone schemes and finding cutbacks. But if he can't come back, maybe he feels like he can't come back right now. He just has to go forward because yeah. um, he wasn't making guys miss in the open field either, usually like he does when he gets check downs and stuff like that. He wasn't making guys miss. So, um with that, it's it's tough, you know, because you know Andre James can't run gap scheme. I'm sorry, dude. Like I, he, no, can't. he can't. He can't. He can't. He can barely run inside zone, which is a, a, a little bit of a cousin of gap. I think inside zone is more of a cousin of gap than outside zone is. So there's a little bit of a, a gap scheme inside that, and he, like even though he's like making, a, he's not. He's blocking the wrong guy. Like it's to me, it's like you see a zone in front of you. Like this is zone. Like there's nobody in front of you. Like why force yourself all the way to go block the another guy? Like where you have to turn sideways, and then you're turning sideways. You can't even get up to the linebacker by the time he gets past you. So it's it's, it's like a technique thing for me. Like you have to, you know, you're playing center. You got to come out like you know looking for. You, you just don't block somebody. Like he, he just the zone, you block a zone, not a player. You know what I mean? That that's kind of like that guy's not in your zone. The, the linebacker, you know, even if you watch you you watch a, a design of it or like watch somebody draw it up, it's always like a lean thing. It's like a never like a inside zone is never like a a forward like movement thing. It's more like always a a lean type of thing where like it's you know the guy comes back, the center is supposed to come back or you know take that guy. If there's nobody in front of you, that's when you like you go up, bro. You got to go to the second level. I don't get it. But um, that's that's my problem. Like it, it, he he's just not executing anything correctly. I'm not I'm not seeing a lot of these guys get to the second level. It seems. Yeah, you know, not not at all. Really, not at all. Really, even and, the char- charges were holding. They were hold. They did that all game. Yeah. There, there's times like they would they would run zone and like they would grab somebody. The dude would grab him. And then the I think there would. there are some special rules about that that are in the uh, in the rule book. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, free block zone, all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, get, it gets a little murky, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, I think refs just don't look for that, bro. They don't look for that. They don't look for defensive holding. They're looking for offensive holding. That's like the most rare call. Rare call. Right. call yeah, defensive never, line holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never hear that call. Unless it's like blatant. That's what Johnson should just fell. He should have just like fell or something. 
like put his like his arms out. They're like, not they're <laughs> not used to selling it. <laughs> it's selling, bro. They're not used to. They, they, next time they play them, they should though. They should start selling that stuff. <laughs> right. Start selling it. Like, oh my god, I'm getting pulled out. But it was, you know, I I think that there was some elements of the run game there, and they had a different running back that maybe they could have got some other things done and actually executed their game plan, but it just didn't work. But I, I, I they got to get more play action too, bro. Uh, you know, the, the, some of the biggest plays of that game were off play action. They got to get play action going at this point. They, obviously these teams, I mean, they're still like sucking up and playing the run when they're under center. They're not like playing deep when they're under center. It's when they're in shotgun. They, they just, they, they don't take them serious. They're like, okay, you're in shotgun, you're going to pass. So why are we have people in the box? Right. It, so when you bring those guys down in the boxes where they're able to get some of those big plays, like, you know, car, that was a Yankee concept. Car hit that post on the Yankee concept because, you know, he had that time and play action to, you know, get those deep routes and let, and let him clear a safety before somebody else, you know, just throw the ball early. So, I, I, you know, I, I thought, I thought the, it wasn't as bad as I thought. It was just frustrating. I thought it was frustrating, but I still, I still feel, I feel like that if they play that team again, I think it'd be a little different. Yeah, I mean, like, I think the comment from Carr about how it was an emotional game, I think that kind of says it, says it all right there. One, like, one team, and it was clear from the result, one team came in and was a little bit more geeked, you know? <laughs> yeah, they wanted something so, to prove. They wanted to prove that they're best team in the AFC West. Yeah, so unfortunately, the Raiders didn't come in with that same mindset. Hopefully, yeah. You know, that's a good lesson to learn. Um. Why don't we transition to the defensive side of the ball? Unless you had anything else that you wanted to add, I, I do. I, I wanted to uh, talk about the the Leatherwood to guard type of thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick. So a lot of people are saying this Leatherwood to guard. To me, that means Illuminor. Uh, I hope I'm saying his name correctly. Yeah, Illuminor is hurt for a long, like longer period of time. Like he's not going to be able to suit up this next week. And they like Brandon Parker more than they like you know one of these other backup guards. Uh, what do you think? Uh, did Luminor get hurt? Because um, I know he finished that game. Was he on the injury report? He fin- he, well, he finished the game. Yeah. So that's I what I'm saying. Know. He finished the game. So I uh, I just think if, if they did that, it would be a bad move because, one, it's the middle of the season. Right? I mean, it, it's, it's, it's week four. And we're just now moving him to guard. Like, there's nothing you saw in camp that – thought that he, he could be a guard. I mean, you drafted him to be a tackle, you know, like this is not like, uh, um, it, it's like, okay. So, so I, I want to talk about this, like, especially the offensive line, like the transition from tackle to guard. You know, I don't care if he played guard in high school or college, whatever you got, somebody was probably going to say that he played all five positions. I don't care. It's like, he played right tackle in college and he's struggling with the transition to right tackle. He is. That's a part of it. That's a big part of it, guys. Is that he's struggling with the the, the trans to transition from left tackle to right tackle? Right, he's struggling with that. Right, he's a left tackle. He's he he has to win the Outland Trophy as a left tackle. It's not like a he won the Outland Trophy as a right tackle. I know he's played right tackle before, but that's not something that he played majority of the snaps while he was at Alabama. He's a left tackle. So like Panay Sewell looks a whole lot better now that their the left tackle got hurt. He looked like he looked like he was garbage <laughs> in the preseason. Right. Right. That transition is tough. Okay. So just for, so just to like to freak out. If it, if this is true, if this is the freak out and move him to right guard or something. Uh 
there better be it better be your theory because if, if it's just a normal move that it's too abrupt maybe in the off season you decide that after you decide whatever but like right yeah. now you cannot do that because it's a totally different position it's like asking a, a wide receiver to play running back nobody would do that nobody would be like henry ruggs man we need you to, to take some carries and yeah. uh and, and make well, it work you don't you don't you wouldn't ask a first rounder to do that you might ask the unjected rookie free agent to do that <laughs> maybe you know, yeah switch yeah. in the middle of season positions it's yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that it's something to do with Illuminor uh, not being ready, even though he's not on the injury report. I just checked. So I don't know. Or maybe, and maybe the next thing is they feel like on either side of Andre James, they need like two guys who can move people. You know, Simpson, Leatherwood. They're both like what, like 330? Yeah. 6'5, you know, 330. Great size. Great power. They gotta make sure James blocks the right guy first. Let's just let's let's get, the, get that we, fixed. Let's get that fixed. Make sure he blocks the right guy. Next question. <laughs> Brandon Parker, is he he I mean he, he's better than Leatherwood at this point, right? No, he's not. It's, it's gotta not. be close, bro. It's gotta be close. It's not, bro. <laughs> so so you're just you're saying that Brandon Parker is that bad. Uh, he came in. So, so I, you know, I have press percentages. I do have my press percentages ready. Okay. Okay. For the offensive line. All right. So Leatherwood is, is the lowest. Okay. He's, he's had 15%. Okay. That's not including this week. So I haven't added this weekend, but yeah. I mean, he did have a lot of credit. He had, he had his lowest of the year. You only have five, but uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll say only five is terrible, but I mean, it's better than nine, but he had the week before. So, okay. uh, uh, um, but Brandon Parker played a half a game. Okay. So he played what I have, Matt. Where, where, where am I? Overall. So he played 22 snaps. Okay, guys. Um, he gave up three pressures. Okay? okay. So he has a pressure percentage of 13% on those snaps. Okay. Um, that's nobody else has 10% besides Leatherlid. Okay. So and with, and with run blocking, it's worse. Okay, so with run blocking, he had th- he had three blown blocks himself on run blocking in a half. Okay, in 20, 22 plays. In twenty two, so basically tw- twenty two. So tw- that's twenty two pass snaps. I mean, I didn't have the rush snaps in here, but that's like a even third of that, the time he's messing up. Yeah, he is not the go to guy you guys want out there. You don't want it. I mean. I mean, half 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 the problem uh, with Carr right now is his ankle, and the guy who, who got him <laughs> beat with the ankle, who like tackled the guy and he fell on him, was Brandon Parker. So I don't. That's not a good idea. He's not a fix. As I'm saying, this, if they did that, who it would else? make it worse. Who it would make it worse. Would, it would make it worse. Hundred percent. Plus, can play tackle. <sighs> they just they got to roll with other way, man. They got to roll with it. They got to coach him up. They got to get him out of his stance quicker. Get him out of his stance quicker, so so he, he's not re- reaching and being late. You know, um, they gotta coach him up. That's what they, they gotta got. Do. Some, they got someone on the roster named Jackson Barton. Yeah, bro, they they don't have a backup tackle that that is better than Leatherwood. Like right now, like yeah. it's a wash. Like you could put Parker in there, but to me, it would be a wash. I don't I don't see the I don't see the difference. So, you know, um, it 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 would it would be a bad move in my opinion. Uh, it would be like. It would be freaking out, and after this, you forget. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. We'll we'll see. It's interesting. 
We'll see I what was, happens. It's, it was just it was with Leatherwood. Worse, man. And I, I hope Tom Cable is a smart enough online coach to know that that you can't change a guy's position in the NFL. And it has to be like an emergency, not like just like yeah, in the middle of a game, not like okay, that's what we're gonna do from now on. You're playing guard now. No, that's not worked that way. Uh, uh, like, like is he is he gonna be able to pick up blitzes from inside? It's gonna change the rules a lot, yeah. But they they seem to think he's a real smart guy. So, um, yes, yeah. anyways, defense. Go ahead, BD. Um, I think that. It was it was it was good. It was right that people had questions about the offense. I think that their stumbles early on, you know, had a had a big impact on the way that the defense ended up finishing the game, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you know what? There was some other things that we could talk about here. Um, how I think they out schemed them on the uh, from the offensive end. Now, they are in base personnel, and they're just in a standard cover three. Everyone knows cover three, you got to work those seams. And, and when this, when the curl flat player is K.J. Wright, you don't have to worry about him carrying that two vertical, okay? So they adjusted. They started playing man match to the backside, but that puts Court Littleton in a tough spot to get to that flat Knowing that, then they go, okay, so let's zone this up. Give some Corey Littleton some help to the flat. But then they go right back to the scene, okay? Always a step ahead of them, okay? Struggling to figure out what they're going to do on the backside, okay? Now, again, we're on the backside. They're going to get into a little blitz. They go back to man coverage, okay? Watch what happens. Corey Littleton gets, you know, that rub. First down, big play, okay? They go back to zone, they're going to run some, you know, uh, they're going to do a change of strength motion. Nate Hobbs, he has to become a, a linebacker right now. Okay. Eyes in the backfield. You know, this is just, this is just a great call. Great call. You got watch the change of strength motion. Everyone has to bump over. You see Nate Hobbs. He puts his, he puts his mouthpiece in cause he knows he's got a bang, but gets, he gets caught looking once. It happens, okay? But this just goes to show you, okay? Now, all right, so zone didn't work. Let's go back to man, but this time they get a, a matchup with K.J. Wright. So it was just all game. All game, they were in the perfect call for whatever the Raiders were in. They got completely outcoached. It was a cat and mouse game. Um, and, you know, people had some questions about this one. I'm pretty sure everyone's telling Jonathan Abram back up, watch that seam, and then, you know, they – Hit him with that flat route right there on the fourth and two. And you know what? They also they also did a good job scheming up Denzel Perryman. So they got a three over two on both sides, but that just means Denzel Perryman's man-to-man on the mid, in the middle against a tight end, a six-foot-eight tight end. You know, that's just a matchup issue. And then this time, you know, they're in man coverage again. He's one-on-one, and, and to his credit, I mean, he can test this catch, but still – um, he's given up a lot, you know, vast majority of passes that are, you know, are targeted to him. Now, stopping the run was an issue. Okay. We're going to see sometimes the gap fits got a little, you know, shaky here. We see an inside move from Quentin Jefferson. They like penetration, but that allows an offensive lineman to get up onto the linebacker and onto the second level when you have a penetration style of defense. That's kind of what happens. Holes open up. 
you, you know, sometimes it sometimes it's a splash play for the defense, sometimes it's not. This time, check it out. We got a little pump pump fake draw, and it turns everyone into pass rushers. No one's stopping the run. Bunch of missed tackles. It's a damn draw anymore. Damn. They ran a lot of draw because they know that the Raiders have a hard time stopping QB scramble, so they just did the draws as well. Check out this play, though. We got two big guys in the middle just getting shoved backwards. I showed you it from the sideline angle so you could see just how much room they, they gave up. Like Marcus was saying, these guys wanted to make a statement. We are tough. We're going to bully you off the ball, and that's just what they did the entire game. Um, definitely by far the Raiders' worst run performance um, you know, and you just saw as, as it progressed, you know, it just wore, it wore down on this defense and they could not, you know, put this team away in the fourth quarter. Um, and, but let's talk about me Robertson. Okay. And me Robertson had low key, almost a breakout game. You could say Raiders are in cover five right here. And me Robertson needs to stay on the upfield shoulder in this cover five call, and he does a great job not panicking, staying under control. I love I love how patient he is here. He, can, he knows, okay, yeah, if he's running flat like that, he can catch it, but I'm going to tackle him short of the sticks. Great situational awareness, great play to make a stop. And then this time he's in. Press just does like a – like that's teach tape, press technique, Right. It, you know, if, if you're watching it, he just cuts the guy off with his feet, pins him to the sideline, gets his head around, plays the ball in the air. Amik Robertson, I, I I like him on the outside. You know, yeah. what can you say about Amik Robertson? <laughs> He's a gamer. He, he got out there. You know, he competed. He was feisty. Um, he did some good things in this game. I'd like to see a big, bigger sample size. Um, but going back to the run defense, I think. You know, the, the Raiders, um, you know, they were averaging or they were just m- much more frequently before this week stopping runs short to game. OK, and a lot of that is just having to do with it's a simpler scheme. These guys are able to play super fast and get there. And I think that once they started messing with the rules of their scheme and Gus Bradley had to, you know, by far the biggest volume in terms of defense that we saw that we've seen so far this year, cover three in multiple different ways, cover one in multiple different ways, lots of cover four calls. They even got into cover five. Uh, They had different dime packages. It was the most defense that Gus Bradley has called this year. Right. And I do think at key times you saw some mental lapses happening out there. Abram backing up, playing the scene on a fourth and two. Like, does he think it's first down? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you, you know, uh, just some, some missed tackles, guys like a little bit out of alignment. That Nate Hobbs play, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's one example. But everyone had a bad play basically in this one, right? Um, I think that it could have – just the amount of volume that they came into the game game with and some of the adjustments that they were having to make because they were figuring them out on offense. Mm-hmm. I think that that could have contributed to maybe just not these guys not playing as fast as they have been, you know, this year so far. All right. Um, I, I got a couple questions for you. Um, so the second half, you know, the Chargers only scored seven points. What do you think the difference was in the second, the second half to the first half? I mean, it's kind of the same thing. 
Um, I, know, I know that they have more stops in the first half, but the second half, they I mean they they really helped the Raiders get back into that game. So, what do you think that was the difference between the first half and the second half? Yeah, you know they um, they started playing a ton of man coverage, okay, and contesting everything. You know, eventually, you know, when they scored their twenty eighth point, you know, the, the 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 touchdown in that second half, mm-hmm. they were starting to figure him out a little bit, you know, and being able to adjust. But I think that the man coverage definitely helped out, um, you know, and, and allowed these guys to be a little bit more, what's it called, like, uh, comp- like just compete and contest these catches and just stay sticky. I okay. think that that's, I think that that's what helped out. Um, I, you know, I don't think it was a super um, impressive day from uh, like Herbert. I, I wouldn't say like it wasn't um, like there's a good amount of incompletions and stuff like that. And, you know, yeah, you're throwing a a six eight tight end over, you know, almost like a five foot eleven linebacker. You know, like of course you threw a touchdown right there. You know, like, and some of these are just wide open. Credit to him, obviously, for seeing it, but it wasn't like, yeah. oh man, this quarterback's going nuts. You know, nothing like that. Of course, it right? Wasn't. Yeah, but um, so you know, I think that definitely playing playing a lot more man coverage in the second half helped out with that. Yeah, uh, I was on uh, the Heidi uh, Heidi Fang show today. And I was talking about, um, she asked me, like, like what, what, what is it that like something that like, is it something that they exposed or whatever about the Chargers, you know, how well they're able to move the football. And I just, I told her like, not every quarterback is going to take what the defense gives them, like Justin Herbert does. So, I mean, it's, that, that's kind of the thing that, um, you know, that will beat this type of scheme is just a smart quarterback. And to be honest, guys, there's not that many of them. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. There's a lot. There's a lot more exciting quarterbacks than smart quarterbacks. So, and Jer- Herbert's one of the smart guys. He's one of the guys who's you just you. And that's why you know that's a good thing you pointed out. That's why Bradley was trying to try to throw everything at him because you just can't yeah. come out there and play a base defense. You got to try to confuse him. You got to show him this. You got to show him different things. And you know that's probably you know they probably showed, you know, you probably experienced this a lot more, but they probably showed like a more of like the same cover three look, but then end up being man. So then Herbert See, probably holds. I'm disappointed, honestly, with the disguise, Yeah, you know, based off of what I've seen, you know, in previous years. Yeah. I think that this team has a ways to go. And in terms of disguising their intentions, you know, pre-snap, mm-hmm. I think some of these guys are a little obvious with it. I think Abram can definitely work on that. Okay. You know, it seems like anytime he's coming off the edge, everyone knows it's happening. Like his body language is just like, I'm, I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think he needs to just play a little bit more cooler out there. Okay. You feel me? Um, uh, you know, so I, I, I just, I'm, I'm not super like Hobbs lines up in the same exact spot every single time. Like there's no deviation for him at all. Um, you know, so I think that some of these guys on the interior and that's really where the, that's, what's going to make it confusing. You know, the, cor- the corners, like, switching it up and being off and being pressed and being in a half turn and being at five yards, like, that's not really going to affect the quarterbacks, like, that much. Yeah. It's, like, where the safeties are lined up, where the nickels lined up. If we're, if we're moving around a little bit more, you know, I think some things that Eric is doing or may- perhaps being coached to do, obviously, um, it's a joint effort between him and, and the coaching staff. Some of his alignments, it's like, wait, are they playing – cover four or are they playing cover three you know so he's the best guy right now disguising but everyone else is kind of making it a little obvious i would say okay 
Yeah, um, isn't that, cause that's 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 the thing, like with Herbert, man. Um, I mean, he's a smart guy. You got to try to confuse him. And, and, you know, what you're talking about, you know, maybe they came out, I mean, they came on base cover three, which I think that was just interesting to see because I still think a lot of teams aren't taking Herbert seriously. I don't think, I don't think teams think about Herbert, like how the NFL media looks at him because um, they're, they're not, I mean, the Chiefs didn't take him that serious either. Um, you know, the, 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 obviously the Raiders, they came out with some, some base looks, and you know he's just too smart for that. You just can't. You have to try to confuse him. And and if you if you get some pressure on him and you start to confuse him a little bit and you know make him hold the ball, that's when he starts checking down. And that's when you saw his white PA just go boom at the end of the game because he. That's the thing. So, so I mean, just just for the next, you know, hopefully by you know we get to the point where the NFL starts taking him seriously. Like it's okay, guys. Like he's smart, guys. He's he's not gonna just. <laughs> he's not an idiot. <laughs> he's not an idiot. You know, he's, he's going to pick you apart if you just sit there, sit back there and like, you know, play what you want to play. I mean, that's why he's, the Cowboys gave him a little fits because the Cowboys, I mean, Diggs was everywhere. You have no idea where Diggs is going. Is he in the middle? Is he over here? Is he as a corner? Is he a safety? He's all over the field. So, you know, he's yeah. trying to find Trayvon Diggs and he's nervous about it. it makes him think like and you're, when you're a smart quarterback, it's just like Derek Carr or playing like Kirk Cousins or or any of those guys. I mean, Herbert's one of those minds. That you know, you know, if you if you switch it up, if if it, if he thinks it's a pre-snap, and then you switch it up to B, he's gonna hold the ball a little bit. And I mean, that's mental quarterbacks until he sees more and more and more and more coverages, and gets used to being a pre-snap. That's gonna yeah. be him for a while. Um, but uh, but you, you just can't show the same thing. He's gonna be like, okay, I think that I don't, I don't think that it's about necessarily like doing a bunch of things. I think the point is just making it look like you're doing a bunch of things, you know, like, yeah, you, you, you can run like tons of cover three, but you got to be disguising as too high, like until the very last second, you know, like don't even close the middle of the field. If you're not getting any vertical routes, just yeah. like, okay, we, we tossed that one that we made, we made a cover three look like cover four and we were able to get through it with the entire rep. Like they, they have to like, like the best defenses, honestly, right now, chargers, we just saw one of them do it, you mm-hmm. know, um, Miami, New England, you know, these teams, they are very tough to figure out what they're like. Kansas City was up there for a while when they were playing really well on defense. Mm-hmm. It's tough just looking at it from the all 22 and figuring it out. Like you have to really go through and try to figure out like what everyone's doing to make a call and what a coverage is a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and graders are not like that. They're, they're, actually really simple to decipher honestly it's it's uh, it's even easier than paul gunther because so often with paul gunther they'd be like someone just doing the completely like wrong thing you know yeah. like someone's playing zone everyone's playing man one guy's playing zone or something like that you know like uh that would happen all the time so i'm like wait what is this but yeah. with gus bradley like not nah, everyone's doing their job and they're just like not doing a ton tons of things mm-hmm. for the most part you know but um we'll see it worked for three weeks it didn't work for the week four yeah, because because I mean even Staley, I mean Staley, you know I had to send you some stuff because I mean they're they're running, you know you don't know if I mean is it cover three is it cover four I mean I don't know is it it's just man match I mean I feel like they don't even run uh, like a a four or three they just run man match all day and like yeah so if, if Derwin James has no man coming to him he's gonna take the, he's gonna go single high right and then the guys that come down some man come some some you know digs or whatever they're man match everywhere so it's that it's like 
is this like quarters? Like people just call it quarters. Is this, are they playing just cover four? It's like, you never really can tell what they're playing. And, you know, that's why you have to mess with them a little bit too. You have to mess with them with your schemes. You have to make them, you have to make safeties break down and then hit them over the top because yeah. you create one-on-ones, but you need time. I just, I just think, you know, I think <laughs> you need time. If, they, if they were able to run the ball, this is a different outcome. I think of this yeah. game. Yeah, that's true. You know, I agree. like, you got to be able to run the ball against a team like that. You know, they're they're doing like college tricks. Excuse me. <clears throat> like you, you saw you saw the little the five one five bear. You know, like this is we it looks like the Big Twelve out here a little bit. You feel I me? know, like, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. Tight fronts, mint fronts. Like they're they're stopping the run the ways that a college team with no linebacker recruits is stopping the run. You know what I'm saying? exactly. And they were exactly. able to pull that off against against the Raiders, and like that just goes to show you Raiders run game is trash right now. Like yeah, up. it's 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 straight up, it's bad, it's bad, it's, it's and, so bad. And, and you know, it's it's and some guys are, are you know doing doing their job, and some guys aren't. And you know, I would just I would say ignore the PFF grades because I don't think I don't think like especially the guards, the guards are not playing that bad. You know, everybody maybe you might call me a Simpson bias, whatever, but Illuminor is probably I think he's playing the best at all of them. And um, I think he's the most solid one because because Colt Miller is yeah he's a di- he's dynamite you know gets pass protection but he's messing up in uh in run blocks in so, run blocking right, right? Yeah. and then um but you know Illuminor is is doing he's the most consistent he's doing solid in both right and you rather have somebody that's solid in both like you know John Simpson you know he's he's up and down he'll, he'll go five snaps looking like he's you know John Simpson and he'll have an awful snap and then great of negative 20 i mean because so so his bad snaps are just bad <laughs> yeah, right. yeah i think that that's that's like the thing with him is that you know it his bad snaps are outweighing all the good snaps that go with it um because he's had a lot of good snaps um especially the last couple of weeks so i mean he, he's not I, I don't think he's a liability john simpson I, I think he's he's fine out there same with luminor i think andre james is a little bit of a liability in the in the in the run game um, I think he could still lose in the past game too, depending on how strong the guy is. Um, and he, he has like high pad level and stuff like that. So he's not really, he's not able to get any push anyways when he's able to get I somebody. Just, I, so. I see him on the ground too much. I, that, honestly, that's an automatic disqualifier for me. Watching any lineman, offensive or defensive lineman, if you're on the ground, like how many clips have you showed us where he's on the ground every week? The guy's on the ground so much. Like that's a disqualifier for me. I, I cannot get on board with a lineman who can't stay on his feet. I'm sorry. I can't. First of all, that's how guys get hurt. That's how, that's how guys get hurt. You're going to put Leatherwood right next to him. Andre James is going to freaking Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's what I'm knee. saying. Like, like, why Come are we on. changing Leatherwood? Like, like, he, yeah. Keep why are we changing that? He's why are we changing Leatherwood? Ground. Please don't. You know what I mean? Like, like it, the Lions game in 2019, that was enough for me. I was done. You know, I, I, you know, people killed me on Twitter for that. They killed you me, got, man. You got killed. They you got killed, killed me. And I straight up told it. you that this guy cannot play center in the NFL. I straight up said it. I said it straight up watching that tape. Like this guy can't play center in the NFL. He's not strong enough. <laughs> There's no way he's going to have strength. They need to play Nick Martin. But then, then two days later, they gave him the contract. <sighs> and I was like, damn, man, <laughs> just like Nick Martin. If you watch sounds of the game, Nick Martin is coaching them on the sideline. He's giving he them hurt? tips. Is he hurt? <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, you guys need to do this. He's standing up, giving them tips about what to do. Play him. <laughs> play him. Just Gotta play him at this point. You know, you know he's prepared. You he know he's prepared like he's gonna he start. He literally, he probably would fix most of the issues, just communication-wise. 
Like yeah. some of those stunts, those free rushers would not happen. He would be sliding the line. He probably sees some of those rushes. He would slide the line and, and they would still be able to get, get help on Bosa, right? He it, they'll be able, they would do more things with Nick Martin in there. Now, he's not the best center in the in the world. Uh, he's not, but he at least knows what the hell he's doing. I mean, was, I mean, I, I in my opinion, look, if you're a starting caliber center in the NFL, <laughs> it means you're one of 32 in the world. So oh, like James is not a starting caliber. <laughs> he's not a starting caliber center. He's I like it, it's it I, I literally, you know, I question that man. I, I really said that. And why I got killed why pay him for a while? I got why killed. pay him. I don't upset that. at me. I you know, even got a response video. I got a response video of some if people did a response video to my tweet proving that he was gonna be the dude, you know. And uh <laughs> I, shout out, shout out next time. Yeah. Like that's how we collaborate with it, other greatest channels, it, right? It, it, yeah, I, I know, and it's funny, like a lot of those dudes are attacking Simpson because you know I'm a big Simpson guy, so a lot of those are like they're, they're attacking Simpson pretty Oh, much. okay, right. With with no evidence, like show the evidence. Like don't don't use Cam Hayward, who just that's not that's not show me show me evidence of Simpson playing bad. I don't care what his PFF grade, show it to me. Because I can yeah, show yeah, you yeah. Pan, I, he's getting pancakes every game still, so I can show it to you. So like that, that's what I would say about that. But uh, but yeah, you know, with James, I just, I just, I, bro, I, I try to tell people, but, but hey, here we are, week four, you know, the wrong validation for me. This is, I don't want, I don't like this validation. This is terrible. <laughs> I don't like being right here. I wanted to be wrong. This is something I really, really wanted to be wrong about. But man, you have to play Nick Barton at this point. Like you have to. Like I, that, that's what I was like when I heard when I even saw that rumor moving Leatherwood. Like you're really gonna move Leatherwood before you move James. Like James is the bigger problem than me. You gotta you your center has to be the man with communication on that line. Like and you so, can do creative things. Slide the protection to the tackle, yeah. chip, play action, right? Yeah. How like how much help really are you going to be able to give a center? You, you you can't you can't help him block the right guy on the, inside. The, the, the center sorry. is the guy who helps. I'm sorry, the you center can't. is the guy who helps. If he he, he can't even help himself. It's, oh, all right. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna cut it off right there. It's clear how Marcus really feels about Andre James. Um, and you know what? And know you said it, and I agree with you. Hopefully, we can just see improvements all all across the entire offensive line. We'll be happy with that. But yeah. as long as Andre and Andre James keeps playing like this, you're gonna hear Marcus on a soapbox on the on the tape don't lie channel. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Follow myself at, at BD Williams18. Follow Marcus at the Mark John NFL. You can add him on Twitter, ask him how he really feels. Um, you know, ask him some th- ask him some cool things in the DMs. You know, Marcus is he's gonna I, I answer some the football DMs. knowledge. I answer DMs for you guys, you know. You guys DM me, I answer. Yes, he's gonna answer the football knowledge uh for you. Um also make sure you pick up um, you know, a deal at Manscaped into the promo code TDL at Manscaped, uh, and you can have a beautiful bald head just like yours truly. Shout out to Kenneth. I think that's his name. Okay. Anyways, um, that's it for me, guys. Ready Nation, we out. All right. Peace. All right.